We have entitled uh, a message, Seeing from a Heavenly Perspective. Seeing from a Heavenly Perspective. And I want us to, to go to Philippians uh, chapter 3. I want to read it both from the Amplified Classic and the Amplified 320 and 21. So talking about seeing from a heavenly perspective. Is that good English? Okay. And it's not an English class. It's a spiritual. <laughs> it's a spiritual. Now, in, in, uh, Ephesians, in Philippians 3.20 and 21, I want to read from the Amplified Classic and then uh, from the Amplified. Um, it says this, <clears throat> verse 20, but we are different. Just know that. As we begin tonight, we are different. How different are you? Of the state. But we are citizens of the state. We are citizens, look at this, we are citizens of the state, commonwealth, homeland. Now our homeland. I want to introduce you to your homeland, which is in heaven. Now this is our, we are citizens of that state, not we will be. You see the difference? Not we will be, we are. Say, I am a citizen. Of the state, commonwealth, homeland, which is in heaven. And from it, mark that. From it, just mark that. From it. From it. My operation is from my motherland. My homeland. It's not a motherland, fatherland. <laughs> there's no mother, there's no mother in heaven, father. <laughs> from my, and from it, from it, so I'm living from that realm. From it, also, we honestly and patiently await. So we await from where? From that state we come from, which is in heaven. So our perspective is from there to earth, not from the earth to heaven. That's very important. Remember, we're talking about what? That heavenly perspective. We, 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 we're looking at things from the heavenly perspective, not from the earthly perspective. That's very important. Our citizenship, I may bring this, <laughs> this scripture, we are, we are nearing elections, so that I may remove us Mio and Kwanzaa. We all be one citizen, I mean one nation from heaven, not divided among the roots, and uh, the Azmio and the Kwanzaa and all the Agano, all of those. But we are citizens of the state, commonwealth, homeland, which is in heaven, and from it also we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as Savior. I'm telling you, when you await, uh, await of his coming from that perspective, we will not grow weary. We will not be pushed around by what the world is experiencing, but we'll be in that glory and we'll be seeing his, his coming. And that's a victorious place, a vict uh, place of victory to be. Hallelujah! I'm excited already. Woohoo! <laughs> I have to run around and then come and stand here. Hallelujah. Now look at this then. So, so we are, so he says this, look at this, then he says this, I got the next verse, verse 21. So from it, that's where we operate. Alright, you've seen that. Now let's go to the next one. Who will transform and fashion anew the body of our humiliation to conform and be like the body of his glory and majesty by exerting that power which enables which enables him even to subject everything to himself. That's the power, resurrection power. Let's go to the Amplified, the other version. It says, but we are different. But we are different. You're still here or you left? But we are different because our citizenship is in heaven. Not will be. 
I live in two realms. We live in the heavenly realm. We need to operate from that realm in our dealings to the affairs of life every day. We need to operate from the heavenly perspective. It says this, our citizenship is in heaven and from there. He said, this is where we operate from. You know, the, 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 the embassy, give an example, like there are so many countries, but let me give you an example, the U.S. embassy. Their operation is here. They are here. But actually, they are not from here. In fact, they have to show you, they have even, a, a, the number plate is different. And your economy does not affect them. And when it gets tough, they leave. If you get to war and you're killing each other, they don't stay. All citizens of this nation, if you try to board that plane, you're out quickly. They don't include the ones who are not of that country. That's very important. Even if you're married and you have a passport, uh, your wife is a, or your husband is, a, is of that country and you are still have your Kenyan passport, I don't think they'll take you. Really, they, they usually get serious. They want their, their citizens only. It's priority. And that, that's why the, the, the Ukrainians have really suffered. And some, at some point, there are some Africans that say, I, I, I watch that, saying that we, we went to the border and, and we're not to be allowed to cross to Poland. I'm not against Poland, but they're saying, I don't know, the allegations or whatever it is, but they are saying we couldn't. And we're being told, no, you stay. Uh, our, our priority is these <laughs> citizens. Anyway, that will never end until rapture. Black, white, yellow, they'll still be that way, unfortunately. But look at this. Because our citizenship is in heaven, and from there... We eagerly await the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. But these are good news. Let's go to the verse 21. Uh, who by exerting that power which enables him even to subject everything to himself, will not only transform, but completely refashion. You know what will be refashion? Your earthly body. And I don't care how much fashionable you are. You'll never reach to that extent. <laughs> Just a refashion our earthly bodies so that they will be like his glorious resurrected body. In other words, you go for the extreme makeover, you will not be like that. That's the extreme makeover, inside out. Now, let me revisit some things. Did you see that our operation, why I'm saying we do what? Go back to the scripture. Is from there. It's from there we eagerly await. Is from there, from our citizenship in heaven, is that's the way we look at things. That's the way to win. Having heavenly mind, perspective in everything we do. So there, there's, a, there's a quickening that takes place as we allow the Holy Spirit to function throughly, uh, I mean to function freely through us, Listen to this, so that the carnal desires of the flesh can no longer dominate us. I want that. Do you want that? A quickening that takes place as we allow the Holy Spirit to function freely through us. Remember, the Holy Spirit is the what? The, the Spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead. You remember that? So as we allow him to, to, to operate, to function freely through us, uh, is so that the carnal desires or the fleshly desires can no longer dominate us. That actually brings freedom from any kind of addiction right there. Allowing the Holy Spirit. Remember even the scripture says in, in, in Galatians chapter, chapter 5, I think it should be verse, verse 19, should be verse 19, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So actually, is, you, you find that the, the, the desires even of the flesh, carnal desires, uh, no longer can dominate us because we're allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through us freely or to function through us freely. And what happens is 
our bodies are quickened. Remember, the Holy Spirit is, is said, the Bible says, is the same that raised up Jesus from the dead, and we'll be looking at some scriptures. This is because when that happens, the Holy Spirit is from above. Is that so? Okay, this is when it, when it happens, the upward force towards the glory becomes real in us until we are drawn away from this natural realm. I say it again. This is because the, this is what, what happens because the upward force towards the glory becomes real in us, a real in us until we are drawn away from this natural realm, the natural desires, and we start functioning from our fatherland, if I may call it. Our heavenly home. Our desires change. The more we get into the word of God and renew our minds, our desires change. The more we get into the word of God and function by the Holy Spirit in the renewing of our minds, our desires change. And there are prayers that you made some years, some years ago. If you are growing, you start laughing at yourself. Say, Can you imagine I was praying that? That's so carnal. Have you ever been there? You laughed at yourself later. My goodness, is this, was that me who was praying? Yeah, you see, your perspective is changing. You are having a heavenly perspective. And, and be, by the renewing of the mind. Because what the, what, what the mind, I, I tend to think in this man, let me see if I have an illustration here. But I, I tend to think in this manner, uh, in the renewed, unrenewed mind, uh, this is someone, all right, having unrenewed mind. I tend to think in this manner, oh man, it doesn't look like him. I'm a better artist than <laughs> to draw something like that. But let me say, all right, looks like a human being at least. <laughs> but, but look at this. In unrenewed mind, I tend to think in this manner. In this is unrenewed mind. God, according to Ephesians chapter 1, has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. All. He's done all. But the, the unrenewed mind is in here. You understand? But for illustration purpose, the unrenewed mind, what it does, it blocks us from the reality of this. So what does that mean? It blinds us to how we're supposed to see. Are we supposed to be seeing? Remember this. We can have these eyes. Remember what even Isaiah says. They have eyes, but they don't see. Because it's not these eyes that we are seeing. Those, those things we can see, marbles, <laughs> looking like. But it's the eyes of the Spirit. And listen to this. They are open so much by the renewing of our minds. We see beyond the natural as we renew our minds, according to Romans 12, 2. All right? Let me show you a scripture. Uh, go to Ephesians. Let me see if I can get Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17, please. This is chapter 4, chapter, chapter 3. Let me see over here. Are you there in chapter 4, verse 17? Okay, let's see if we can have it in a better, in, a new, uh, in the Passion Translation version. I don't think I've ever read it from the Passion Translation, but most likely it will bring also a point clearer here. Look at this. So with the wisdom given to me from the Lord, I say, you should not live like the unbelievers around you. What? who walk in their empty delusions. So the mind, okay? Empty delusions. Let's go to the next one. It says this. Their corrupted logic or minds has been clouded because their hearts are so far from God, they are blinded understanding and deep-seated moral darkness 
keeps them from the true knowledge of God. That's amazing. All right, you, you see that? Their corrupted logic. What's the logic? It's in the mind. Their corrupted logic has been clouded. What's that? That's what happens over here. God has done everything. I'm telling you, no human being in his good senses can reject the redemption. None whatsoever. No human being in his right senses can reject love, the love of God. None whatsoever. But there is an assignment of the enemy that has come into blind believers. I mean, to blind non-believers or human beings. And their logic has been clouded because their hearts are so far from God. Their, blind, their blinded understanding and deep-seated moral darkness keeps them from the knowledge, the true knowledge of God. Next, please. And it says this. Because of spiritual apathy, they surrender their lives to lewdness, impurity, and sexual obsession. What's that? Blindness. But look at this. Don't you know that you can be a believer born again in your spirit, have that light there in your spirit, but your mind has never been touched by the word of God to renew it, even if your spirit is born again, but your mind is unrenewed and you are kept away from the blessings of God and tormented by the devil. The renewing of our minds is to our advantage. And that's how we become, we partake of that divine nature, operating by faith, over, overcoming the devil, because our minds are renewed. We think just like God. Of course, we'll never have to come to that perfection, you know, as long as we are here on this earth. But listen to this, we grow. We grow. At least you can say amen. Goodness, what did they do to you in the office? <laughs> they didn't tell you this, so let me tell you. I love you. Somehow, be free. <laughs> you you seen that? Oh, that's good. That's not part of what I wanted to, to say. But does that enlighten you? And, and, and that's, that's it. So one can be here, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, but their mind is unrenewed, and God has blessed them, but they can't see the blessing of God. So our after salvation, our endeavor is to renew our minds. That's how we enjoy the peace of God. With a renewed mind. With a renewed mind. So after salvation, the most important thing is to start growing spiritually is by renewing our minds. Now look at this then. So you see that? You see that? So, so then, as we are coming to the close of the, 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 this age, the resurrection power in our mortal bodies, remember he lives in us, is going to usher believers into the glory so that the realm of the glory becomes more real to them. I want you to, do you want that? Do you want, do you want look at this, we are citizens of heaven and, and that our home becomes even more real than this one here, because the Bible says we are actually we are aliens. We're sojourners. We're here temporarily. If you don't know that you're here temporarily, check out if you can find your great-grandfather. <laughs> but they'll tell you he was here. They'll tell you even the stories about him, but he's no longer here. And I never before I really, I don't know if, uh, but I, I really, it's, it's, a, it's a fact that never before people are going into eternity that quick. I refuse to that quick unless there's a hole in the, in the, in the, in the sky. That's when I'll go. And that's rapture. But before then, I'm here. Till I go home as a, a full old age. With my back straight. Praise God. Not this one. <laughs> and my old teeth. Dental formula. No goals. <laughs> now, now look at this then. Let's go to Romans 8, 11, the Passion Translation version. 
This will ultimately lead, lead the, to, the, to the rapture of the church, actually. The more we allow, we, we release. Look at this. The more we release this, this body to the Holy Spirit, it's separated. What is the separation? What is the consecration? John 17, 7, he says this. Sanctify them what? By thy word. By thy, thy, thy truth. The word is the truth. That's what, that's what sets us apart. The word of God. Until these bodies are so set apart and we just go home. Listen. Not earthly desire. Heavenly desire. That's Matthew 6, 33. Seek the kingdom. Do you know what happens? All these things shall be added to us. All these things shall be added to us. Romans 8, 11, the Passion Translation says, Yes, God raised Jesus to life. And since God's spirit of resurrection lives in you, good news. Hallelujah. God's spirit of resurrection lives in you. He will also raise your dying body to life by the same spirit that breathes life into you. That same spirit is breathing life Look at this. We can allow that, that breath to, to be big by the renewing of our minds. That this body is getting energy. I don't know about you. Uh, but if I, I'm feeling so tired and I go into time of prayer, I get so refreshed. I used to years before, when I gave my life to Christ, learning those things, I used to get tired in prayer on, on coming from prayer. Have you ever had people, you're here from prayer, brother. <laughs> no, uh, no, you're, you're in the flesh. You've been in the flesh all through. You can't come from heaven and you are, you are you're so, uh, that's, that's really not praying from his presence. Hey, his, his, his oil as you know, you pray in his, from his presence, even your, 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 your cracking sound just is just polished nicely with that oil. Just, just worshiping God. And you come out of that place and you are so refreshed. You felt so tired before then. And it's like, give me this mountain now. God, I've been refreshed. That's what happens. You come from the presence of God. Not the other way around. You see what I'm saying? So we must learn then to enter into, our, into his presence and how to experience that quickening of, by the Spirit of God. This, I believe, is the Spirit of God preparing the church for rapture because he's coming for a glorious church. As these mortal bodies, listen, he's not coming for a sick, broke, tired, defeated church. He's coming for a glorious church. And if we, if we allow the Holy Spirit to quicken us, I'm telling you, your age mates will be wondering. You just look like the age of their daughters. Yeah, oh, that, that one I caught, and I caught the lady's attention. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's a quickening right inside of us. That's happening. And that's why we, we must know how to spend time in the presence of God. And listen to this, so that we are refreshed over and over again. That's available. And do you know what, what happens? He gives us wisdom of how to live. He gives us wisdom what to eat. There are some desires, lifestyles that destroy even these physical bodies. You realize that we no longer have desires for some foods. Yeah. You know the foods? The Holy Spirit keep telling you. I, I remember the, I mean, but I really don't, don't so desire chocolate. Nothing. I mean, I hear people say like, I can't see chocolate. I'm, why? Anyway, that's that's not my kind of food. But 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 I remember when I started practicing that many years ago, be 2004. So practicing like I I used to I used to go more in the supermarket, you know, just there at the counter, and I'll pick like a bar, or Mars or Snickers, just chocolate. Then I eat as I'm going on. Then I start realizing, I don't have to do this. And then I'll go on and I'll see them one. It didn't bother me. I started just renewing my mind. And I'm telling you, I don't think of it. In fact, in fact now Tina is the one that she, 
buy chocolate, I don't care how good it is. It can stay in the drawer. I can see the drawer in, the, in that bedroom and it stays there. And say, how long has this chocolate? This has been here for months. Then one evening also I find it as, ah, let me eat it. <laughs> and I eat it. But Tina, just, she just crackles a little bit and just leaves it there. So I'm not telling you, just get delivered from chips. <laughs> Let's go to Ephesians 5, 25 to 27. That, that's the Passion Translation. <clears throat> Ephesians 5, 25, 27. The people just can just they look at the chips and chicken and they, they just want to end and say, are you still in high school? No, I'm talking of adults. The Passion Translation, look at this. Uh, this is not a marriage seminar, but I'm looking at something that he says there. He says, and to the husbands, you are to demonstrate love for your wives with the same tender devotion. Now, this is why it follows. That Christ demonstrated to us his bride. His bride. We are. Look at this. For he died for us, sacrificing himself to make us holy and pure, cleansing us through the showering of the pure water of the word of God. Just think about this. Every time you're reading the word of God, you're taking a shower. Clean. <laughs> I've gone mostly to security checks. You know, sometimes at the airport or whatever it is, a shopping mall, and I, and, and I pass, and that, that machine doesn't go, tee, tee, tee. so I, I walk in and say, clean, holy, holy. And they just look at me. <laughs> I was they look at me and smile. I say, holy, holy, holy. You know, clean. That's what it is. That's what it makes us, the word of God, cleansing us through the showering of the pure water of the word of God. Now go to the next one. Listen, all that he does in us, where? Where? Where is the Holy Spirit? In us. It's a work begins right there. All that he does in us is designed to make us mature. Mature church for his pleasure. So listen, this gives pleasure to God for his church to mature. That we are not babies. That's what he wants us to do. Mature church for, for his pleasure until we become, listen this, we become a source of praise to him. We don't depend on praise and worship leaders. And this is not just a singing, but this is how we are. We are a source of praise to him. Glorious. What is glorious? It's glory. You get glorious. Glory. This glory and radiance. Glorious and radiant. Beautiful and holy without fault or flaw or blemish or wrinkle. That's us. That's his body. This is what he's coming for. So the quickening by the Holy Spirit, the more we release ourselves to the Holy Spirit, I do believe this, is the more we are opening ourselves for the purposes of God. And we see this is a major purpose here. For the purposes of God, for what? For the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But what that does, what that does actually, we become, I saw a certain scripture, I don't remember what it is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it is. Go to Ephesians chapter 1. Uh, I think, let's start from verse 20 there. Let's see 19 or 20. The Passion Translation still. Oh, we're in Ephesians, by the way. Look at this. Oh, yeah, here it is. Look at this. I pray that you'll continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your life becomes what? Be an advertisement. Ah, see here. I mean, you don't have to be say, see me. No, advertisement. Your life becomes an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power. Which one is that? That was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place high of, of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. In other words, this is the same power. What does God want us to be? An advertisement. Of this power. How do you do it? <laughs> People come to you and ask, how do you do it? This cannot be, this, this one cannot be education. Yesterday you tell them, now I want to show you from the scriptures. You've become an advertisement. How do you do it? 
How, how about your business? How about, how about your family? How about your children? This is so different, Liz. How, how do you do it? You know, people come around. How do you do it? You become an advertisement. And that's what God wants us to, to, to experience. That. This is what, this is, he says this. Go, go back, please, uh, there, back 19. He says this. This is the mighty power. This immense power, it works through you. It works through you. This is the mighty power. Go ahead. That was released on God raised Christ from the dead. In other words, it's the same resurrection power. He said, if you understand that Romans 8, 11 is a healing, it's not just a healing scripture. It's a divine health scripture. Because every day we are quickened. Listen, prayer is not asking things from God. Prayer is aligning ourselves with his purposes and so that his purposes can come out through us. Oh God, oh God, oh God, you see my shoes. You can't, how do I go with those shoes? Oh God, help me. You know, not so. Not so. You say, align yourself with his purposes and that's it. That's all that matters. That's the secret of living. Hallelujah. Okay, let's see if we can go faster than that. So, so look at this. When this is happening, when this is happening, the quickening, remember that's what it is. So that you may, the, the raising up, we've been raised, we've seen the citizenship, we start seeing things from the heavenly perspective in our operation day to day. What happens this, uh, we enter into this glory realm and see the will of the Father and lead, and lead many others into this place. If you become one of an advertisement board, so to speak, then what do you do? do? You can lead others in there. You, you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? If you become, so many believers, as we enter, or many believers will enter into the glory realm and see the will of the Father and lead many others into this place because people can see. People can see what's happening in your life. This, I just want, I want, I want to see what's happening. I don't tell them, let go, let's go together to church. Now let me show you the way. And church we meet also with the, that's the place that we get instructions from. Oh really? Yeah, that's, that, that's, our coach lives there. We have coaching lessons on, on Wednesdays and Sundays. That's when we meet with our coach. Oh really? Yeah. Let's go there then. And comes in and realizes, I need to be coached too. Because it was telling me, oh yeah, someone I met with, and they tell me of how they just, they, they hired a coach, uh, a trainer, and I'm training them and training them. And I say, yeah, you see now, and, and many people don't realize that you need a trainer also so, as a pastor. To be trained, to be coached. And then you know how, much, how many times if you are trained and you never do anything with that training. You're you aware of that. That's not being a doer of the word. Now look at this then. So, so you, we lead others into this place. And, and look at this. This place is what? These are God's eternal paths. Paths. Prepared for his people to experience his glory. They are paths God prepared for his people to experience his glory. Let's go to Ephesians 2.10, the Amplified. Oh, I need us to get in some things tonight. Amplified 2.10. It says this, look at this. For we are his workmanship. Are you seeing this? Oh my goodness, we are citizens of heaven. And we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art created in Christ Jesus. We are what? Reborn from above. Reborn from above. You understand? <laughs> That's why you just don't say, you know, mimi ni wekesa kutoka tu kwa kakamega. No, 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 no. No, mimi ni wekesa tu kutoka ukapana. You're more than wekesa. You are more than Bungoma. You, you are. You are from somewhere. You understand? He said, for we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art 
created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above. Spiritually transformed. New creations. Renewed. And that's not all. Say the next one. Ready to be used. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I don't know about you. You read the scriptures that you get fired up just reading the scriptures? Or you just read, you know, we are workmen, sheep. We are workmen, sheep. Is on our master. I mean, just read <laughs> We are born from above, reborn from above, spiritual. Remember what Jesus said that he is from above, he's above all. That's, the, that's our nature. We need to think different. You know, look at this. And then for good works, which God prepared for beforehand, and this is where I was going to, is that these are God's eternal paths for his people. Look at this. Beforehand, taking paths which he set. Not his setting, he set. So what is our place? To find the paths. And spending time in his presence, that's what enables us to see what he has in store for us. And taking paths which he set so that we would walk in them. Living. This is what these paths are. Living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, God is a good God. Now, now, now you think, think about this. If you start walking in that res- resurrection power and you are conscious of the presence of God, it will be naturally, listen this, uh, it will be naturally supernatural to step out of the natural realm into the supernatural realm and operate from it unhindered by any power of darkness. We're walking on this earth. We're walking on this earth. But we're not earthly. We can naturally, they'll supernaturally step into the realm of the spirit and operate from that unhindered by any power of darkness. We fear nothing. In fact, when the devil comes, say, why have you come before time? That's what he told Jesus. You've come to torment us before time. That's walking in that victory. Ephesians 2, 6, quickly. Remember I told you last week that devil capitalizes on what? Ignorance, fear, darkness. He wants to do that. Ignorance, fear, darkness. That's the kingdom of darkness. But Ephesians 2, 6, the Passion Translation says, uh, he raised us up with Christ and exalted, uh, he, he raised us up with Christ the exalted one and we ascended. Not we are going to. Look at this. We need to, to understand the language of the Bible. Not we are going to. You know the people just keep saying that. You have to walk at all. Mungu akitubariki. Utangoja. Why don't you start saying that I'm blessed. You understand that? Mungu atatubariki. Mnatonia tu lakini siku ingine Mungu atatubariki sisi. Uh, and, and, and no, 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 that's not good thinking. We need to start renewing our minds and say, God has blessed us. God has blessed us. God has blessed me. I don't have even a house. I don't have even a room to rent, but I'm God, you bless me. If you start getting into the word of God, that's what you start experiencing, the blessing of God in us. And it manifests out there. Now, now, now look at this. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection. We did what? We ascended with him into a glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now, say it, co-seated as one with Christ. What we do not know, we fear. So then when we need to operate now from that place of authority in Christ. And I'm telling you. It makes the whole difference. Heavenly perspective. Praise God. I want us to watch this clip again before we pray tonight. 
May I have a, may I have a seat from, on a, just behind there, just bring me on. I'll sit right here. Oh, where, where is it? Oh, he's all. <laughs> That's fine. All right, let's go ahead and watch this. You, those who are here last Wednesday, they're like, but we watched this last week. You're mistaken. You need to watch it again. Watch it again. Listen, until you can catch it in your spirit. And that's the victory there. Are you ready? All right, let's go ahead. Hello, I'm Mike Thompson. And I have a supernatural story that I would like to share with you that hopefully will encourage you and help you in walking in the supernatural. One day, 11 years ago, the Holy Spirit grabbed me and he just raised me up into heaven. It was the very first time that I visited the throne room of heaven itself. And during that time, when I was standing before the throne, before the Lord Jesus Christ, the very first thing that I felt was a complete absence of any kind of fear, condemnation, guilt, uh, anything that we experience on the earth in just our daily struggles in trying to walk with the Lord and uh, to you know, overcome and walk that good Christian life. It was all completely gone. And as I stood there and I looked in the face of Jesus sitting on the throne, I felt such peace and such love, acceptance and value. I'd never experienced that kind of love before in my entire life. I had a loving family, a loving wife, a loving children, but I'd never experienced that in that realm. And it caught me so unaware that at that moment on the inside of myself, I just said, Lord, is this who you created me to be? Is this what it's like being a new heaven, third creation? I'm talking about a third heaven creation, a new creation in Christ Jesus, born of the Spirit, my inside just completely spiritually changed into the image of the firstborn son, Jesus Christ. And I just, these things were just going on the inside of me and, and I just didn't know what to do with it at that moment. But I felt such love and compassion from him. And I hope that in talking today, I can transmit that kind of love and compassion to you because Jesus loves you so very much. It's the stuff that we face on earth that gets it all messed up that we have to deal with. And, and as I was watching, I could see all kinds of angels around the throne. They were on the right and on the left. And I saw the sights the swirling mass of rainbow colors that actually comprised the throne room itself. It was the glory of God. I heard angelic sounds. Everything was just accentuated. It was brighter. It was more colorful. And then something happened. The Holy Spirit turned me around and I was facing the other direction. My back was to the throne and there was a portal in the floor. And I looked down because the portal was foreseen all the way down to earth. And as I looked down, I could see people that were there, friends and family. I could see prayer warriors because this experience happened while I was in a prayer meeting. And I could see all those people praying but as I looked, I saw in the atmosphere above them a bunch of dull reddish lights. They were actually demonic entities. They were the ones that the people were praying and dealing with for their city. I knew that they were demonic entities because I not only felt it, but in the spiritual realm I've learned by these various encounters that there's something different. They were dull. There was the absence of the glory of God. It looks different in the spiritual realm. What they were dealing with were those many reddish demonic entities. They were lower level demons in the atmosphere. But from my vantage point, I could see up above them something they couldn't see. 
and it was a large, greenish, dull light. The Lord spoke to me. The words came from the throne. They entered my back, and I heard him say, launch your warfare from here. Now that caught my attention because I'd never I dreamed of launching warfare from heaven. But then I heard words come into my back again. Only this time, instead of stopping there, they began to resonate and then flow out of my mouth. And those words, I looked at that demon and the words I heard coming out of my mouth. Oh, I just feel the Spirit of God as I talk about it right now, people. It's almost like I'm back there. The words were, I dislodge your authority. I dislodge the assignment that has been given to you against this city and these people. And I break the communication structure and all the strategies that you have now and you've been giving orders to those lower level demons in the name of Jesus. And as I said those words, suddenly from the right, there would be an angel that would shoot down like lightning. From the left, there would be another angel that would shoot down like lightning. And these angels were hearkening to the word of God, even if it was the word of God that was coming out of my mouth. There was warfare that was involved. And then when it was all over, I stood there and I looked around the throne. Jesus got up and he walked over to me and he said, I want you to teach my people third heaven authority. I want you to teach them who they are in me, who I've created them to be. I want them to feel loved, accepted, and valued and complete in me. The absence of all of the fear and all of those negative emotions and the things on the earth that cause them to doubt, to doubt themselves, to doubt what I'm doing in their lives. I want you to teach them third heaven authority. And he said, it's all about perspective. It's all about viewing it from heaven to earth rather than from earth to heaven. And then he said, the angels will be with you. He talked to me a great deal about the involvement of angels in spiritual warfare and in how they help us in our daily affairs. He said, there is a time coming. This was in 2010. Now from now on, the veil between the spiritual and the natural realms will seem to get thinner and thinner. More people will be having supernatural encounters and experiences. They need you, and he said, I have others that will also teach them. But they need you to show them the way, to train them, to teach them that they are third heaven creations that they operate in third heaven revelation knowledge, and that they function in third heaven authority. Teach them the perspective of the spiritual realm. My message to you right now is that it includes you, is that you have an authority that Jesus has given to you, a spiritual authority over all of the demonic, but it's also spiritual authority in releasing heaven into your life, into your family, through your ministry, all of the loved ones around you, the people that you can reach for Jesus. He wants you to have a spiritual experience. I'm not special other than I have my own individual giftings, the assignments upon my life. You are a child of God and he loves you. He cares about you and he wants to touch your life. He wants you to walk in the supernatural because it's within you. You're his child. It's not anything that you have to come up with. 
It's just believe and receive. And so I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ now that something on the inside of you would hear the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking through me today and it would resonate on the inside and that you would feel that anointing. I pray for that anointing now to be released into your life and for you to have experiences. Don't doubt them. Let them come. Receive them by faith and God will bless you and take you on an encounter that will be tremendous in Him and it'll bless your life and everyone around you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Is that wonderful? You can listen and listen and listen to it again and again and again and again and it becomes a reality to you. We are what? Third heaven creatures. We're not earthly. And therefore, we can, we can think that way. We can, we can think from the earthly perspective. Let's go back to Philippians, 20, then we, Philippians uh, 3.20, then we pray from that amplified versions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's impactful. That's powerful. Uh, for me, it blessed me so much because... These are things I've written down for years. The Lord has been speaking to me, and then I hear him say the same things. The first time I encountered this in, in prayer was um, many years ago. I think 99 or so, I'm not so sure, in the, but in the, the 90s, I was praying. Before then, let me say this, before then I was to pray for the nation, and I used to see myself this small thing, looking at a big nation, praying. That's the way I used to see myself. And of course, that is so, so much of the, the influence of, that, of the renewed mind, and the devil uses that. Then, then one time, as I was praying, I experienced a lifting up. I knew that I'd been lifted up inside of me. And I could see, I wasn't just some little thing here, but I'd been lifted up, and my voice became the voice of God. And when I spoke the words, I saw myself speaking as God speaking through me. And then, and then I think I also started showing me from the scriptures exactly that. That really blessed me. So I started purposing then before I, before I pray. I take time in, in worship and in adoration to the Lord until I sense I've entered into his presence so that I may pray from his presence and not pray from this other side like you're looking at the devil up there. No, he's not. He's down. We are up. We're in Christ. You, you understand that? And that really made, made a big difference because I started realizing when I'd enter into that presence, I don't ask, I decree. I command, I give orders. You, you understand that? But, but, but this, because why is that so? Remember, that, like the scripture that you read, just stay right there, Steve. It's, uh, <clears throat> the scripture you read in Ephesians 2, 6, the Passion Translation says, he raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. A place of authority, listen to this, uh, and glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. So God wants us to operate with authority from the heavenly realm. Authority, sorry, authority of the heavenly realm. Authority of the heavenly realm. That's what he wants us to operate in. That makes a big difference in our prayer time. We pray from that place and we see results. Now, look at this. Look at this again, this scripture. But we are different because our citizenship is in heaven and from there. What is that? From there. That is what? Authority of the heavenly realm. From there. From there. That's how we operate. You see that? You ready to pray? 
Now, those are, when you enter in, I mean, those are not little, little small prayers. <laughs> you know those, those little safarians? Not safarians, we call, uh, I think uh, in central they call it what? Figiri, figiri, figiri. Huh? Figiri, yeah, figiri, figiri, figiri. Now, 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 it's not the figiri kind of prayers, you understand? When you enter in, you, you have the vision, you have the perspective, you have a heavenly perspective, you speak different, you think different, you speak, you talk different, you act different. Why? You are different. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful there. You are different. You ready? Let's enter in. We have some time tonight. Yeah, I, want, I really desired for us to pray. I thought you'll do earlier than this, but let's do it tonight. Hallelujah! Woohoo! Glory! Oh, thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, as we enjoy your presence and praying for your purposes. When our nation needs you. When our as your people, Father, they are pouring of your spirit on this earth. To lift up the church in, its, in her right position in dealing with the demonic world that have wanted to dominate the nations of the world. I sense, I sense concerning our nation that there is fear that has been building up. And therefore tonight, in the name that is above every name. We take authority over you fear. For our God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Therefore, we take authority over the principality of fear we bind you in the name of Jesus and we cast you out of our nation now. We break your power and every of your strategy to control the hearts of men, to control the hearts of men in this nation. Fear, be thou removed from our nation now in the name of Jesus. Right now, Father, you said in the last days you'll pour out your spirit <clears throat> upon all flesh. And therefore we agree. And we touch and agree for the outpouring of your spirit upon this nation. The awakening of the church to our rightful place of authority and that heavenly realm authority standing in her place in this nation. Father, we call, we ask you for the outpouring of the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you concerning your purposes and concerning your plans for our nation. Concerning your purposes and your plans for the church. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for outpouring of your spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the perfection of the saints. Thank you, Lord, for the third heaven revelation concerning your plans, concerning your purposes in the church, in this nation. Father, we praise, we praise you for all the things that you have in store for us. We rejoice for the glory, for the hope of the glory to come. We rejoice for the hope of the glory to come in the church, in this nation. We rejoice for the hope of the glory of God to come upon our nation. For the reaching out, for the harvesting of souls, of men in our nation. Your word says, Father, if if the gospel is veiled or is hid, is hidden from those who are perishing 
whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who do not believe. Therefore, by the, th by the same authority that you've given to us in the name of Jesus, we bind the devil that blinds the minds of those who do not believe. We say, lose their minds in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. We repent even the sins of this nation. You are the one who forgives us from all iniquities. Father, we ask you for the washing, the cleansing, forgiveness of you and your mercy, your grace and mercy to forgive us from the iniquities, from iniquities in this nation. And we draw upon the blood. We draw upon the grace. We draw upon the mass of God, of our nation, for the cleansing of our nation from that which has bound the, the hearts of men and for the release into the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. We thank you for the hope of the glory of God that is coming into our nation. For the hope of the glory of God that is coming upon this land, Father. And many souls coming into the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you for the mantles of evangelists. Fresh mantles on evangelists, on apostles, on pastors, on teachers, on, 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 on our teachers and prophets in our nation fresh mantles that you have you have set aside for such a time as this for the rising up of your church and for the rising up of your people and for the many souls that are predestined to come into the knowledge into salvation and into the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ Father like fire may those mantles burn all over this nation like fire may those mantles burn and set your people ablaze all over this nation father for the gospel and the zeal of the king of kings the lord of lords jesus christ oh father we praise you tonight and worship you thank you lord for all you've done tonight in this meeting thank you let's just thank him let's just thank him and, and praise him hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's something that I've, I've uh, experienced over the years, and, and I want to say this tonight. There is a place in the spirit that you have stepped into tonight. And that place is not lost when you leave this place. But you can stay right there or even when you go in your own time of prayer you can enter in and continue that spirit of intercession and you'll start realizing and a fresh and new anointing has come upon you and the things of the spirit will become even clear and clearer than ever before and there are utterances that will come into your, through your mouth and there will be authority released in your prayers and you will rejoice and be so glad because you know the Spirit of the Lord is using you for the purpose of your Heavenly Father. So don't leave this place and think that it's all over, the, meeting, the, the, the prayer meeting is over, and therefore I continue living the way I've lived. No, 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 no. Don't go back there. Just press in and, and say, God, the presence of God, the, your presence that has been in that meeting, I want to experience it again. And it can be over and over and over again. And you start realizing that you are dwelling more in that place. In that place of his presence. And you'll be more effective. Not only in your prayer time. But even in your walk with the Lord. And you start realizing more things have been revealed to you by the spirit. Because of his purposes and his plans. For the time that you are in. Amen. 
Don't leave that place. Don't leave this place. Praise God. Everyone who has something maybe the Lord has spoken to and you are sure with us tonight. You okay? You okay? The Lord has already laid hands on you, so it's fine. What are you experiencing? Thank you, Father. Free. In the name. Yes, yeah. It's over. She belongs to God. She has a covenant through the Father, through the Son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, do you have anything, Mr. Ruth? No? Okay. Do you have something? Yeah, go ahead and share with us. And if you want to pray with me. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank God for this evening and for the Spirit of God moving in this place. God wants us to walk. Walk in his ways, be attentive to what he's saying, and be obedient to what he's commanding the church to do. Yeah. Okay? Walk, listen, and then walk in God and be obedient to what he's commanding the church to do. Because we can stay in one place for long, but when the commander say, we move, we have to move with the season yeah. that is in right now. So we are going to the next season. Be ready to move. Tell God, God, strengthen my feet yeah. that I'll be able to move to the next level. We are not going to stay where we have no. been. We are tired. God wants us to take to the next level. The next season where the church is going to be it's going to be, the Bible says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. We are moving from the place of defeat and we are going to the place where Jesus has placed us. The place operating in the victory of Christ that he has given us through the cross. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's, that's the perfect will of the Father that you never stay in the same place. Never. You keep progressing. And that's exactly what you do. You walk. <laughs> Remember, there's a book I've ever told you about. I watch money. It says this. Sit. Walk. No. Sit. Walk. Stand. Yeah. Sit. Walk. Stand. You have to see yourself first uh, in Christ. And then you start walking. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Or the, and then you stand against the enemy. Because what happens in the spirit, you start taking new grounds. And there are places he doesn't want you to. There are places that he does not want the church to enter in. But I'm telling you, we start operating from that perspective, that heavenly perspective, you realize this. We must enter in. It's ours.